Shalom family. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. Brothers and sisters, today we're going to talk about not being over righteous. <laughs> Before I continue talking about this, um, I wanted to remind everyone that we are definitely in the end of days, okay? We need to make sure that we are spending time with Abba Achaya as much as possible, that we are putting on the Ephesians chapter 6 armor, okay? I believe that's 13 through 17. Um, I will be doing um, a teaching about that, okay? Make sure we all understand what it means to have those things on. Because, brothers and sisters, whether you want to or not, once you become a child of the Most High, you are entered into a spiritual battle. And if you're not prepared or you're not ready or preparing, then you will get caught in this battle and you will not be successful, okay? But that's beside the point. Um, I just want to make sure that you guys all remember that while we are listening to these podcasts and teachings and learning, and that you guys keep in mind that the time is ticking down, okay? Our Savior is around the corner. He is on His way, okay? So, <laughs> I just got off the phone probably not even a half an hour ago with um, a friend of mine. Um, the way I met him, he has a YouTube channel, okay? I think I've talked about him before. But the reason why he's interesting to me is that I am watching him slowly declined in his faith i've never seen something like this before now is this something that abba is showing me as a learning um tool or what i don't know but he said something um i was i was listening to him talk you know that's what i always do i let you know let him vent because he has a lot going on so i let him vent and talk to him and whenever i can when I'm, when I'm able to get a word in, I'll mention something out of the word. But he said something. He said, uh, you know, I don't try to be too righteous, sis. That's what he said to me. I said, too righteous? He said, yeah, there is such thing as being over-righteous. It's in the Old Testament somewhere, right? And I'm like, um, can you explain what it means to be over-righteous? And he said, well, let me give you an example. So I'm like, cool. You know, example is perfect. What's up? What's the example of over-righteousness? So his example was, for instance, when someone goes to the grocery store and they're picking up a bag of gummy bears or something and they're reading the ingredients and one of the ingredients is gelatin. Now, gelatin is a pork-based product and that person puts it down because it has pork in it, Okay. So I asked him, I said, um, how is that over-righteous? You know, obviously they understand what they're supposed to do. They understand what they're not supposed to do, and they're being cautious. In his mind, that's being over-righteous because they're taking the time out to ensure they're following what Abba Achaya has shown them, okay? So... I took it upon myself to find this scripture because he's not the only one that said this before. I've actually heard it from a couple other people. So the scripture is Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 16 through 18, okay? And it reads, 
Be not righteous over much, neither make yourself over wise. Why should you destroy yourself? Be not over much wicked, neither be you foolish. Why should you die before your time? It is good that you should take hold of this. Yes, also from this, withdraw not thine hand, for he that fears God shall come forth of them all. Okay. But the main one, he says, to be not righteous over much, neither make yourself over wise. Why should you destroy yourself? Okay, so brothers and sisters, let's look at this in context, okay? Ecclesiastes is a wisdom book that is written by our grandfather, King Solomon, okay? He talks about how things in life are vanity all right right now he's going through his woes because if you remember king solomon was the most wisest person ever even today no one can compare to the wisdom that he has right but he made a very valid point i'm not sure if it was in proverbs or ecclesiastes among the books he said that with much wisdom comes much sorrow okay and he's right he's absolutely right what he's saying is the more you know the more saddened you'll be why because this world is not what we think it is okay so with him saying to be not righteous over much neither make thyself over wise it's because if you're if you put yourself in that position to always seek wisdom like he did, right? And you obtain that wisdom and you're obtaining more wisdom than the rest of them. And the things you're seeing and going through and experiencing, it can take a toll on you, right? So Grandpa Solomon, he's trying to, you know, let us know, like, you know, just allow the spirit to move you. That's what he's saying. He's telling us not to do things on our own, to let Abba Ahaya be the one to lead us, okay? Because as I'm thinking about this, right, and I'm thinking about what my friend said, I realized something. When Abba Ahaya comes into our lives and he is changing us, okay, because that's what's happening. We're not the same person we was yesterday. Every day we're going through some kind of process to change, right? We are being obedient to our Heavenly Father, doing what he tells us to do. So what my friend was saying is that people will look at that and think you're being over-righteous when you are being careful, right? But I told him, I said, why are you concerned with what people think? Because the Lord tells us in his word that we are supposed to be set apart, that we are a peculiar people. Per, if you read a 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and Titus chapter 2 verse 14, he clearly says in his word that we are a peculiar people. Okay? We are not of the world. He tells us to not be of the world. Um, I know in Micah chapter 6 verse 8, you know, he shows us what is good and we're supposed to follow, okay? Proverbs chapter 3 verse 6, he directs our paths. You see what I'm saying? So, when he was telling me this, I was thinking about some things. I remember when 
I used I was smoking I used to smoke cigarettes you guys I've been clear of cigarettes for over a year now but um I used to smoke and I'm not going to lie I enjoyed it you know every chance I got I'd pop me a cigarette <laughs> you know I, I really did I enjoyed it and that was why I couldn't quit okay you know I used to question myself why can I quit smoking I know it's bad for me but I didn't quit because I enjoyed it but anyways um I tried to make many excuses okay and I remember going to the Lord one day and telling him like Lord I don't see in your word where it says I'm not supposed to smoke you know but he always gave me um, the scripture about my body is his temple okay and I would dismiss it and I'm just being honest you know I didn't want to attribute that to me not smoking you know I even use excuse well tobacco is natural right but then the Lord put in my spirit, but the stuff that's added to it is not. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I want to smoke, right? But, brothers and sisters, just because it doesn't specifically say in the word um, what we're not supposed to have or whatever, it does not mean that the Lord is okay with that, all right? Yes, Haya, when he was getting ready to be delivered okay to the people to be killed he told his disciples that there's many more things he wanted to tell them but he could not it was not his time but he told them i will send you the comforter okay this is in the book of john he said i will send you a comforter and this comforter will teach you in all things all right so, brothers and sisters, yes, there are revelations that is not in the Bible, such as being specific about cigarettes, okay, that we have to adhere to because we are polluting our temples when we inhale that stuff because that stuff is of the world. Let's put it like this. If what you're doing is not edifying the Most High, you really shouldn't be doing it, okay? The Lord clearly tells us we're supposed to eat pork, right? Not even touch the carcass, right? Why? Because, you know, that particular animal, as well as other ones he tells us that are unclean, they eat dead things. That's what they all have in common, including shrimp and clams and all of that. They eat dead things, okay? Sharks eat dead things. You know, I was able to see a connection. They all eat dead things. That's why they are unclean animals. There might be some other reasons as well, but that's the connection I saw amongst most of, you know, the list that he has for us about that. But for someone to sit here and tell me that it's being overrighteous to do what Abba tells them to do, it tells me that person is not doing right, okay? And I've told my friend, he teaches on YouTube, he has a YouTube channel. And the people that follow him, they think that he is a truly awakened Israelite, right? A true one. I've had the pleasure of getting to know him, and he's not. As a matter of fact, I did subscribe to his channel, and then I unsubscribed because he's wrong. And I told him that he was wrong. I told him that he should take a break from teaching, you know, gain some revelation and insight from the Most High, then go back to it. But see... 
he has a pride problem. Yes, he does. He has a pride problem. And his pride, it, it obscures his vision, okay? It prevents him from doing the right thing. I have seen him go from talking about the father and, you know, being excited. I don't seen him do all of that to spiraling down into this self-pity abyss. I, I kid you not, brothers and sisters. I've... I don't think I've ever seen something like that. But the Lord makes it clear in John chapter 14, verse 15 and 21, that if we love him, we'll keep his commandments, period. There are no ifs, ands, or buts when it comes to that, okay? So if someone comes to you and say, oh, don't be over-righteous, or you're too righteous, or you're doing too much, or you take the Bibles too serious, or you take everything too literal, ignore them. Because at the end of the day, we are told we are to work at our own salvation with fear and trembling. I can't help what this person believes. I can't help what this person is willing to do or not do. But I know what the Lord has told me to do, and I'm going to keep on doing it. So this is a word of encouragement, brothers and sisters. You may or may not, but nine times out of ten, you'll come across people who will sit here and try to ridicule you or mock you, okay? Let them mock away. Because at the end of the day, guess what? You're going to be the one working your butt off to get to them gates. Remember, let me read this to you guys right now because I love this scripture. We'll go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. Okay. And it reads No, we'll go back to 13. Okay, so 13 to 14, it reads. Enter you in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leads unto life, and few there be that find it. Brothers and sisters, this journey that we are on, it, it can be very challenging. Why? Because we were not taught how to be holy okay we were not taught how to be righteous we're just now being taught these things all right i mean i just turned 35 years old i've been an awakened israelite for a little over a year okay just a little bit over a year and i'm telling you right now i've had to really crunch a lot of knowledge in that year why because we don't have a whole lifetime to get this right. <laughs> we really don't. The Lord is around the corner, you guys. I'm not trying to scare y'all. But if you're not taking it serious, spending time with the Lord, learning from Him, gaining His knowledge, you need to start doing it today. Okay? Revelation is about to unfold all right i'm going to continue to remind you guys the antichrist is already here the one spoken of in revelation in the book of daniel he's already here we those of us who have revelation and understanding we already know who he is okay we are just waiting for 
certain things fall into place first and then for him to go into perdition because once he goes into perdition that's when all he double hockey sticks is going to break loose okay that's when the three and a half years of total and utter lawlessness and chaos is going to happen we're in the birth pangs right now if you don't understand what that is study Matthew chapter 24 that is the outline of what is getting ready to happen okay Matthew chapter 24 Mark chapter 13 and Luke chapter 21 okay so what does it mean to be not over righteous it does not first of all you can't use that term to justify the way you live okay because if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you he is going to guide you he is going to help sanctify you every single day okay he is going to ensure as long as he is your teacher he is going to ensure that you are ready when the time comes one person will look at you and say oh you're too righteous or oh you act too righteous well guess what they don't have the Holy Spirit inside of them okay so brothers and sisters I want to bring this to your attention because this is important to, to understand people are going to say these ridiculous things to justify why they're not being righteous <laughs> okay but the Lord clearly tells us to be holy as he is holy and that is something I'm going to hold on to I'm going to let him direct my paths okay because in Psalms chapter 1 1 through 3 I want to read this to you guys real fast because this is one of my favorite Psalms okay it says blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper I'm gonna read the rest because it's a short one then it says, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Okay? That's Psalm chapter 1, the whole chapter uh, 1 through 6, alright? Brothers and sisters, understand something, okay? Understand this very important thing. Do not let somebody tell you that you take the Bible too serious. Do not let somebody tell you that you're over-righteous. Don't let somebody try to tell you anything about your walk, okay? Because the Lord makes it clear in Matthew chapter 17, verse 13 through 14, that it is very hard for us to get to that gate, but we have to keep our eyes on the Most High, okay? So... I want to thank you guys for your time. Um, I'm hoping this is an eye-opener and it helps you guys in your walk, all right? This is more of a word of encouragement than anything because, brothers and sisters, what we're getting ready to deal with is not pretty, <laughs> all right? So please, you guys, 
uh, put on your Ephesians chapter 6 armor stay in prayer and keep your eyes on the most high we we got to be ready you guys all right Shalom family